All right, it's episode 29 of Daddy Home, the podcast made for the people, by the people, for people. <laughs> episode 29, that's right, it's a milestone, Kiki, we made it to episode 29. Oh my god, really? Yeah, really. Last episode was 28, so then like you add one, it's 29. That's, um, yeah, that's mathematics. Yeah. yeah. Um, real quick, I want to give a shout out to my friends at Inebriated Records. What's up, guys? They have a great show. They have a bunch of shows, uh, but Inebriated Instigators, you can catch it on YouTube, Facebook. I did their episode a few days ago. A lot of fun. Definitely check them out. Good guys. Really, really cool friends of this show. And of course, my dear friend, Lori Chapman, just want to say hi to you. Thanks for um, friending me on Instagram and talking to me during my low point in life. So I appreciate that. Lori Chapman. Lori Chapman. She lives in Kansas City. Oh, that's, you know what? They have really kind people there for that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So here we are, episode 29, a very special episode because, well, we actually have kind of a celebrity with us today. <laughs> I'd like to introduce to our listening audience and those of you that are watching us on YouTube, Facebook, um, wherever else we're streaming this, to Mr. Handsome Tommy Simbazo. Yay! Yay! Tommy! What's up, buddy? How you doing? I'm doing great. Thanks for coming on the show. We really appreciate it. It's nice having um, someone of your stature here. <laughs> I'm a nobody. Shut the fuck up. You're somebody to me. So, so let's just start out with this. Who is Tommy Simbazo? Are you asking me? I yeah. think so, yeah. Uh, Who is Tommy Simbazo? <laughs> I don't know. It's a fake name anyway. Like, oh, I'll tell you where it came from. You want to know where Simbazo came from? Well, let me ask you this oh, follow-up right. question. Is it true you have no spleen? That That's true. That That's actually what Simbazo means. I did a, when I was 23, I did a belly flop off of a jungle gym onto a railroad tie, and my rib cage compressed, ruptured my spleen. They took my spleen out, and then a few years later, I was dating a Cuban girl who used to call me Tommy Simbazo, right, mm. uh, which is Spanish for Tommy without spleen. Mm -hmm. And my whole life, people have fucked up my real last name, uh, which is Lear, but it's the German spelling, so there's an H in there. Oh. And uh, my very first open mic at High Tops I in Timonium, uh, T. Brad Hudson was like, uh, Tommy Laher. And ever since, I was like, from now on, I'm just going to go by Tommy Simbazo. I remember those early days. You had those uh, wheelie shoes. <laughs> it was awesome. You used to like, skate yeah. around on your shoes, and you yeah. had that fake paint. You had the dildo. I did. I We... <laughs> <laughs> this open mic was at a rib joint in Hunt Valley, and I decided I was going to dabble in prop comedy, so I bought a two-foot double-headed dildo from uh, from the porn shop, which they sold it to me, and they put it in a black bag that was only six inches deep. So it was like popping it out. Did, yeah. But it, yeah, I, uh, surprising fact for those of you just listening, I am the same color as a double-headed dildo. Exactly. And uh, oh, so, so you matched the color. I matched it. So I built a rig so that it would hold it in my pants leg. And then uh, there was uh, fishing twine attached to it, attached to a ring. And if I raised my hands, it would pull a foot and a half of dick out of my out of my fly and I could puppet it. And so at this rib joint where Pete, where families are eating on a Sunday, <laughs> I was like, I want to thank everyone for coming out, but mostly I want to thank my Lord Jesus. And I raised my hands and all this dick came out and it was dead silent. I think you heard like a fork drop on some table or whatever. No one laughed at. And then it wasn't like I could quickly put it away. So I had to walk through this rib joint with a bunch of dick coming out of my pants. 
to get to the bathroom to put the dick away. That is excellent. <laughs> it was awesome. That's it excellent. was a great experience. It just did not work. I would have left. Yeah, yeah thanks. Yeah. <laughs> I think people were just shocked. Yeah, they Probably. They, they were, were like, is that really his dick? Did you do that same routine over at High Tops? I've never used it again. I did it that one time. It was and then just for the Just for place. that rib joint. Because I was so new that there was, it wasn't, it's not like I was getting up at Magoobies or comedy clubs. Because when I started, there wasn't really, you, you had your big clubs, you had mm-hmm. the improv, yeah. you had uh, the Baltimore Comedy Factory, and you had uh, Magoobies. Magoobies, yeah. And all of those, you had to get past their contests to get on. And there was only one open mic in the area, and that was at Damon's high time or uh was it yeah it was damon's steakhouse yeah there was a steakhouse yeah Yeah. it was it was just this rib joint in the hunt valley mall that is that strip mall and you brought you brought your double-headed dildo yeah and i used to carry a drum i used to be a way different comic yeah (laughs) i would wear plaid pants and a bowler cap how long have you been doing comedy tommy like 15 years or something sounds about right wow yeah it's hard it's crazy to think that like it's been yeah, more than a decade. Yeah. And uh, I'm, I'm not even 15 years old yet, so that's <laughs> <Exactly>. incredible. <laughs> but, uh, man, Tommy's always been, like, one of the funnier people in the scene, like, from get-go, from the start. Because yeah. Andrew Unger still tells me he remembers when I sucked. Uh, he wasn't wrong. Because I, I tell know. you what the issue was. I was dressed like a clown, carrying a bongo drum for one bit, on right. stage, and I had rigged it so the bongo drum could shoot confetti. Like, I was... <laughs> <That's> awesome. <laughs> and uh, it, I, you, I couldn't connect with the audience because I was so... I looked so out there. So it wasn't until I started, like, wearing jeans mm. that, like, the audience could find me relatable. That's And that's, true. that's really when I, I started to find my voice. That is... Yeah, I guess that's true. I don't know. I've always... I remember being very jealous of you when I first saw you. Perform. I was jealous of you. No, I doubt. Yeah, that. I was like, "Hold, that's Justin Jones," and like, because I, nah. yeah, huh? Same. Yeah, <laughs> we would be at high tops, and I'd be like, "Oh shit, Justin's on the show. Let's Shut go watch the his fuck set." Fuck up. I yeah. would always be like, "God damn it, why is this guy so funny? Like, how am I supposed to follow this shit?" Ah, uh, yeah, Tommy is truly funny. So funny that he actually has a Hulu special. Yeah. Available on Hulu. Not yet. Not yet. It's not available, but it will be available yeah. soon. We're ho- okay. Well, look. Mm-hmm. They said that they're gonna they were gonna record a bunch of specials and then try to shop these specials around to like Hulu and streaming services. Hmm. So they said Hulu. If it doesn't come out on Hulu, don't come after me. No, I mean, like if you if it's what it's on only Netflix. it's gonna be what's on OnlyFans after October. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Yeah, I'd pay for that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to see that. What a way to shoot yourself in the foot. Like their board was like, we hate money. Yeah, it's Let's fucking not, dumb. Yeah. Yeah, that was really, I'm really upset about that. But I guess, you know what, with OnlyFans, it's like, I could just watch, I go to porn channels, whatever. I like, like to watch porn of people I know. So do I. Yeah. Dude, remember when Jen Tisdale <laughs> put out that porn video? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that was so hot. And then it turns out the guy was a, he's he a bad was, dude. Yeah, it was a bad guy. Turned out that, what was his name? Uh, G- James, James Dean. James Dean. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah. He's so there was dude. a there was a yeah. Comedian. I'm totally lost. Right. Okay. I'm sorry. Let me I don't. This. Just... I don't actually. Yeah, I don't know. So Jen who Tisdale you're jerking off to this week. Jen uh, <laughs> Jen Tisdale was a comedian, kind mm-hmm. of. Who okay. she has a lot of issues, but she was an open micer, pretty much. Who like fucked everybody. Okay. For the most part in the scene, but not everybody, but a lot of comedians. Not me. Sounds neat. Not me, but I could. There's a list of them. And she ended up doing porn Sorry. 
she ended up like <laughs> applying to do porn. Like she sent the guy an email and was like, can I please be in one of your porns? Really? Yeah, yeah. she said because she used to write for Brightest Young Things, which mm. is a publication out of D.C., and uh, she said that she did it because she wanted to write about the experience of being a porn star. But it was like she was already pretty well known as a uh, fan of sex. Yeah. Before then. An enthusiast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which okay. is cool. Like, yeah, I have no problem cool. with that. I think it's awesome. Yeah. But she made this porn video. And, like, of course, every comedian was like, all local comedians were like, oh, my God. Did you see Jen? Yeah. And we all we all loved it. I loved it. I don't know about everyone else. But she had a nice body. She okay. had a body that wouldn't quit. <laughs> oh, not you know my flavor. Not yeah. yeah. You're more into like the thick black ladies. Okay, right? <laughs> thick like <laughs> thick like black and Asian. I don't. I don't specify color. A word. Are yeah. you colorblind? Yeah. Well, that and uh, I have a little bit of. Uh, I had cataracts. Oh well, yeah. yeah. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, that would definitely <laughs> play play a part in that. Yeah. Mm, but anyway, I don't want to get too caught up in. Oh that yeah, porn no, talk. I'll because I'll, I could talk hours about porn. I will. I yeah. will. Um, Is this a porn cast? Is that what? might as well? It was originally going to be Daddy Home was originally going to be me masturbating, uh huh, like yeah. watching porn and masturbating and seeing if anyone could hear. I was going to have a lot of lube and just be like, oh, like real wet. Yeah, and then like ten, oh, like three minutes of that. Yeah. And that was going to be my podcast. Uh, uh, that's yeah. this week's episode. <laughs> yeah. later. Uh, well, see. Make sure to go to MailChimp. Uh. Exactly. Yeah. And I was going to like try to like uh, review different types of porn. What you could review lubes and stuff too. Well, see, we've exactly. been trying to reach out to what? What is it? Pornhub and. Well, I mean, yeah, we've tried to get sponsors. We from had a porn segment companies. called the Bone Zone. Oh. That is just now a. Uh, uh, I don't know. Kind yeah, of it was a game show where like I would play a a quick little soundbite from a porn uh-huh. video, and the person had to guess what company like put it out. Oh, you know, was it Bang Bros? Was it Eight Street Latina? It was, was it ve- whatever. It was very difficult. That sounds like a very difficult game where you're just listening here. Uh, you're yeah. like, uh, that is Carmen Lynch. Yes. Uh, well, yeah. But. Uh, you would win a hundred dollars. You could win a hundred dollars. Well, yeah. If you can guess it, and then <laughs> unfortunately, the guy didn't guess it. Oh, you only so. did it once. Yeah, well, I'd I'd like to bring it back, but I got to well, figure out now that we're in studio. It's yeah. confusing. Like at home, I was able to just like take my microphone and put it to my computer. Oh, okay. And like, okay, listen to this. I, tell you, I used to work uh, on a digging crew for an underground utility locating company, and they started Ooh. saying, "Hey, you have to wear earbuds." Or earplugs while you're digging for safety. (laughs) And there was one time that we were digging and my boss, my party chief, his earbuds came out of his ear, fell out, and you heard, (laughs) ah, ah. And I was like, are you just listening to porn while we dig a hole? He was like, don't you worry about it. Don't you worry about what I'm listening to. And that's when you got fired. Yeah. (laughs) I remember you had a great video of you at work one day talking to like a moth or some kind of bug that was underground. Oh yeah, I did. Um, I they lowered me down into this apparently uh, near Baltimore Street or near Johns Hopkins. There was a stream that ran through Baltimore, and instead of <laughs> diverting it or whatever, they just built this huge underground culvert, which it's like twenty feet deep. Like a uh, and so they lowered me down 
Like they put me in a harness, lowered me down, lowered a robot that I had to put <laughs> together so that they could have a camera down there. And I, the whole time, I'm freaking the fuck out. So I'm talking to this robot to keep my own sanity. Like, come on, buddy, let's go this way. Oh and when, my god! When I came up for lunch, they were like, "Are you? We can't hear you." And I'm like, "Thank God, thank God, you can't <laughs> hear me confessing all my sins to this robot." That was a really funny video. At but the time. yeah, there was one point where I'm down there, and there was this wall that looked like it was just like undulating. And as I got closer, it was just this huge colony of roaches against the wall and shit. Oh, no. It was fucking creepy down there. Well, it is under Baltimore City, so yeah, probably awful, the stuff that was down there. Oh, my God. Yeah, and then you heard like, (laughs) and I had like jump on turtles. (laughs) What what did, did you end up calling the robot something? Is there a name? I just called him Buddy. Buddy, okay, I like that. He would get stuck. He couldn't go like, I'm like, I got you, bud. Yeah, like that uh, Disney princess, Wally. Like Wally yeah. the Disney princess, but it was yeah. Buddy the sewer robot. <laughs> yeah. Buddy. 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 Look out, that is a turd. Thank you, <laughs> Buddy. <laughs> there is a condom wrapper around your boot. Well, thanks. Unfortunately, I don't think people will be able to find that video anymore. I don't know if it's... Uh, it, it'll have to pop up in my timeline. Like yeah, it'll, eventually. It yeah. On, uh, on the Facebook cool so something about you tommy that some people will know um it may not know is that you actually have a podcast um also yeah we and used to actually record here yeah you used to, for a couple you months. used to record in this studio that we're using yeah um we had to move everything out of the way because we took up so much space yeah and why is that why did you take up so much well, space because we had to we had our own table and uh, there's seven, eight, six people that are on the podcast. Well, it's basically Whoa. comedians playing uh, Dungeons and Dragons. Dun- now, what is Dungeons and Dragons? Uh, what kind of question is Justin, that? really? Uh, it's how we worship Satan. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. Have you heard of Satan? Uh, yeah, the guy, uh, he was like Lucifer, and mm-hmm. then he lives in like fire or something. Mm-hmm. Well, oh, basically, cool. our DM, uh, who are our dungeon master. Dungeon master, yeah. gotcha. He uh, creates a story, and we play characters in this story, and it's this interactive storytelling huh. uh, sort of thing. The reason why I'm asking you to explain this is because our podcast is actually popular around the world. Oh. So in, like, Uganda, for example, yes, where we have Uganda. listeners, they may oh, not we know. Have, we, have bi- we have a big following in Uganda. It's weird, isn't it? Yeah. Like, for some reason, it's they love... It's almost as if it's fake. Almost like, <laughs> like yeah, it's some spam. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, people in Uganda fucking right love there, the show. All the Ugandans were like, "I can't believe he said we were fake." <laughs> <laughs> he is canceled. <laughs> you're, no you're, more laugh finder. Yeah. <laughs> so I just I like people from other parts of the world to know what we're talking about because mm-hmm. maybe D and D isn't isn't popular in like I said Uganda yeah, or Singapore. It's, it's or, still too satanic for them. Or, or they, over there they may actually be fighting like giant spiders. <laughs> yeah, they have their own adventures. <laughs> so give us strength. <laughs> That's their LARPing. So how long has your podcast been going with the D&D game? Uh, five or six years. That's incredible. Whoa. Yeah. How many? So I'm trying to think of the seasons. You've done about five we, seasons. We're on our sixth season right now. Wow. Which uh, after season set. No, and we all have VR headsets. And right now. Now, what exactly is a VR <laughs> headset? Oh, my God, Justin. <laughs> it is a gaming headset that you put on over huh. your eyes to access virtual reality games and content. Wow. Yeah. That's but there's companies that are developing software right now so that you can play a tabletop role-playing game in VR. So you actually look like your character. You can fight monsters yeah. and stuff. 
That's I do cool. a lot of things that aren't that in VR. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, because I got a VR headset maybe three months ago, and a Quest Two, three hundred dollars. It's all self-contained, and uh, we've instead of Zoom shows, I got in on VR comedy. I saw some. I saw. Actually, I saw footage of that. Yeah, I saw footage of your VR. I was I was creeping on you a bit. I saw the <laughs> VR. Now I've been into VR chat quite a few times mm-hmm. with my friends. Uh, mostly dressed up as Kermit or Guy Fieri, mm-hmm. um, and just <laughs> as you do, sure. yeah, yeah, obviously, you'd just be Bobby Hill and you just go around going, "I don't know you, yeah, <laughs> that's my purse, yeah, yeah." yeah. Um, no, I think VR chat is is great, but so you do comedy shows on yeah, VR, not chat. VR chat. It's Alt Space VR. Oh, so that's where a everyone one. has it's a set type of um, avatar oh, that okay. you use. So you go in, you create your avatar. When it's showtime, you log into the club, you and uh, you get there, and you move forward. And there's a there, the there's a bouncer there that's dressed like Super Mario. His <laughs> name's Arlo. You dap him up, and then you go into the green room, and there's comedians from all over the world hanging out. And then when they when it's your time for to go on stage, you go from behind the curtain, come out, and I've never performed for less than 40 people, and it's actually 40 people that have put on headsets to come to a comedy show. So when you tell wow. a joke, you hear laughter. They'll shoot emojis out of their head and everything. Holy shit. Yeah, oh, that's, that's amazing. Awesome. We're actually doing for the Ellicott Silly Comedy Festival on October 15th at 10 p.m. We're, um, we're going to do the world's first VR uh, comedy festival showcase where we are actually going to project on a, uh, they this one place called the Wine Bin on Main Street has this 20-foot screen, and we're going to project on the side of it uh, a camera view of the VR comedy show, and we have a lineup from of comics from all over the world that are going to come out and entertain the crowd. That's, oh, that's fucking awesome. That is awesome. Wow. So that's like kind of breaking news. We just broke that here. Yeah, it's broke. You, you broke it first. So yeah. everyone, check that out. It's uh, October. October 15th. I don't know how they would check it out. If they're like listening in other parts of the world, is that uh, is it going to be streamed as well? Well, there's it's going to be live in on Alt Space VR and free. If you're one of the first, they, the room can only hold fifty people. Okay, so if you get in, you're one of the first fifty. That's great. But then it is a ten dollar ticket to attend in the parking lot. But it's BYOB. You can bring your own chair. Everyone's going to be outside. Wow. wow. Yeah, and then I have to host the show live and in VR. Holy oh, shit! Wow. So I have to get up oh, in front of the wow. crowd, with my headset on. I'm going to do local humor for people that don't know. I'm going to do all my Baltimore bits for the That'd crowd. What but, does he mean, this old bay? Yeah, what, what is <laughs> old bay? Why is he talking like that? Yeah. Oh, oh, good. oh man, that's exciting. <laughs> that's all you're going to hear. You're going to have to like set up a camera of you with the VR stuff on. Well, they've done um, the guy Kyle Render, who runs the Failed to Render Club. Okay, yeah, uh, yeah. He's from out of Texas, and earlier a couple, like I think last month, they did the world's first VR live show in Vegas. So uh, there was a a, ba- a club in Vegas that um, he did comedy, and all of his comics did comedy with VR headsets on for the hundred people there. For the 50 people that were also in VR. And wow. then in on the side of the wall in VR, there was a camera stream of the crowd in VR. And you could actually see them on stage. It was, they even had right oh. next to them, had like a, a monitor that just showed their avatar, like doing jokes <laughs> along that right next to them. Do you make your own avatar? For yeah, you customize. Mine, It lo- I swear, it looks just like me. It had like the purple suit. Yeah, purple suit, mustache. <laughs> yep. People keep calling me Dr. Robotnik, and I'm like, yeah, 
I would. What kind of avatar would you have, Justin? Would you be an anime girl? Would you be like a thick? Oh, I don't anime know. Girl? I've never really thought about it. You really put me on the spot. Um, probably someone, something kind of like handsome looking, like mm-hmm. Kermit. It would look like me, pretty much. Okay, it's yeah. attractive. <laughs> yeah, muscular. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Very like. I mean, macho. by the way, the head of your dick is out coming out of the bottom of Whoops, your pant leg. Suck that back in there. Whoa, sorry. <laughs> I remember I when Justin to, to my a leg. barbecue restaurant, Justin. <laughs> One time Justin asked me, he was like, hey, uh, I have to host this bingo, this sex toy bingo oh, yeah. in Towson. Do you want to co-host it with me? And it was it was so uncomfortable. Because it, it, was... it was all women. And it was just me and Justin like, all right, you won this uh, butt plug. We, uh, I'm going to yeah. try not to think about you using it, I guess. Yeah, we and got, they we got cut. paid. Yeah, we good. got paid. But then we, they were like, you guys don't have to do anymore. We got we brought someone else in. So yeah. we got you guys removed did from the show. a sex toy bingo night. Yeah. It was for a company. They were like, um, it was one of those things. You know how people have those like parties where it's like. <laughs> oh, I'm trying to sell these sex toys to my friends. A sex yeah. toy like a tub party. Of, sex toy party. Thank yeah. you. I couldn't think of the the term. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what kind it was, of party? It was a bingo. Oh, you've never been to a sex toy party? Mm-hmm. Or like you know how they have Tupperware parties? That's probably more. Or like Lululemon, or it's like everyone goes over to someone's house and they sell you. It's like a uh, what's that called? A tier market? Tier par- like a pyramid scheme? Almost, yeah, kind basically. of multi-tiered marketing is what it's called. So, so the person in charge of it was like, I want to do this bingo. <laughs> Are they predators? Is no, that, I mean yeah. you're you're getting your product and everything, but they try to do rope people in to sell dildos beneath. Oh, so them. I don't have to go to the truck stop. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Okay. It's more like more fun, more like yeah. You get to drink Merlot, yes, and talk about anal beads. I do that at the truck stop one. Just yeah, we fine. were really like I think we were kind of still pretty new to comedy when yeah. we were doing that too. It was only like a year or two into yes. comedy. You don't have to be into comedy to make that funny. It's It was just it was just awkward and uncomfortable. Yeah, they were the women were not. There was like I mean it was like middle-aged yeah. white women. Like we Karen. weren't handsome enough to pull this off. Now, Jimmy, no. if Jimmy was hucking Jimmy dildos, he'd be like Look at this bitch. You got a dildo. <laughs> oh, oh for orgasm. I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> uh, that was quite an experience. That was actually at like the, a restaurant, I think, in Towson. Yeah. It oh, was that's... a swanky dildo joint. Oh. Yeah, it was it was an experience. I'll leave it at that. And uh we made some money, even though we didn't perform the whole time. Yeah. But we just They paid us to leave. <laughs> yeah, they pretty paid much. You to leave. Wow. It was Good. It was fun. God, that's a good story. Mm. That takes me back. That takes me back to uh, a little something called Die Laughing Production. <laughs> yeah. So here's something kind of interesting about Tommy Simbazo. He is part of a group of people mm-hmm. that put on um, murder mystery shows. Comedy murder mysteries. Oh, I've heard of this. I've heard of this We've one. done it like in five states, five different countries. We did it for the USO. Yeah, and that's true. He's not just saying that to be funny. It's like legitimate. Oh, yeah. man, you supported our troops. I, oh, no, I did not for our side. Oh, no, yeah. <laughs> okay. We did the, the, some the of the Taliban. best caves. <laughs> the We've best. actually got asked to play in Cabal now, so. Did, are you going to go? <laughs> No, no, it's not lucrative enough. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I'm not saying there's not a price. If they were like, oh. "We'll give you a Black Hawk helicopter if you come down," we don't know how to fly them. If you can get it off our property, maybe you could do a VR. That, I've, I, well, it, I've tried. I've kicked around the idea because now I'm in with Kyle, uh, render of Failed to Render, and I've pitched him ideas like uh, a, a set list show. That's where comics go out with no set list, no 
no plan for what jokes are going to tell. And then on the side screen, it'll come up with a topic and you have to pretend like that was what was written in your, on, in your joke book and, and riff on that topic. Oh, so it's kind of a, like an improv. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Stuff like that. Quiplash tournaments, all sorts of stuff that you could do. The quiplash. What exactly is? <laughs> oh, <laughs> Justin. You guys, you get pretty crazy with quiplash, you and your crew. With yeah, we burned a lot of bridges. <laughs> You've said some pretty offensive stuff. Now, yeah. legitimately, I don't know what that is. Okay, so there's a company called Jackbox Games, right? Oh, yeah, heard, I've heard okay. of that on Twitch, yeah. So uh, one of the game types that they have is called Quiplash, where, um, which uh, basically they set up a server. Uh, everyone plays from their phone, so you don't have, you're not limited by how many controllers you have. Uh, the game starts up, and on the screen, um, on your phone, you and another person will get a prompt. Like, uh, what's the weirdest flavor of soup? Or whatever. And you type in your answer and you submit it. Two answers every round. And then it, it comes up and it's head to head. You versus the other person. And who people vote for who's funnier. Mm. And then, uh, yeah. And it gets pretty <laughs> it gets brutal. Pretty, yeah. Pretty brutal. Where you're making fun of people's uh, mothers that died in car crashes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, True yeah. story there. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah because I, of I, soup? Uh, no. Because oh. if you just, uh, how about cream of dead mother? Like you could do stuff like that. You just come up with like nasty fucking answers, yeah, or like really Justin, like it ends up being like a roast. Insult people, yeah. you know what? We should yeah. we should play that sometime. Oh, you guys should play Quiplash on here. We Good. should play that sometime on here. On here, yeah. yeah. Okay, I guess. Do you want to do you want to play the game with me? How do you? I don't know how to do it, honestly. Like you need an you can, app or something. I know you can buy it on Steam and put it on that monitor there, or oh. you, or or your your Switch, your Nintendo Switch. Hmm. As long as you have an internet connection. Oh. You know what? This is going to happen. Yeah, that, that could be our, uh, maybe for episode 69. We maybe your that. Dirty 30 episode. Dirty oh. 30. Oh, that's the next one, that's though. That's going to be hard one. to figure out. I That's too technical Logistics. for me. Logistics. <laughs> <laughs> Can I tell you, I, I want to tell you a story about. Yeah, uh, please. Okay. So uh, we did uh, Awesome Con this weekend with part of the Geek oh, Comedy Tour. Nice. Which is a comic. I don't really, it might be a pop culture. It's a nerd convention in D.C., Right, which everything shut down at fucking seven o'clock. So it was there was no parties, no not. And we would ask the crowd like, "Hey, who here smokes pot?" Two people would be like, <laughs> out of like 150 people, two. I'm like, it's legal in DC, and you guys don't fucking smoke weed. Oh my god! But um, so nerds. Yeah. After the show on Friday, we went to a restaurant called uh, the Capital Burger, which is right outside oh. the convention center. Okay. Best burger I've ever had in my life. They they even come over with like a jar of pickles. They're like, you hey, know, some pickles for the table. <laughs> and I'm like, pickle. And I ate one. Yeah. I was like, oh my God, this pickle. So good. So we made a plan. We're like, all right, we're coming back tomorrow. And that night on Friday, I realized the knives they give you are like these steak knives that are like, it, it has a full tang. It's It's a... Beautiful fucking knife that they give. You. Where is it? What's it called again? The Capital Burger. Is it by like Ben's Chili? Uh, Probably not. No. I don't know where. I don't know where Ben's oh, Chili is. Hmm. I'm it's yeah. Capital I'm not Burgers. Obama or Bill Cosby, so, so this, I don't know where that is. So this Fair knife enough. looked like a katana. It. I mean, it was. It was about like maybe this, maybe eight inches long with a nice hand. It was a. It was hmm. a good knife. I was while I'm sitting there. I was like, I could build a leather sheath for it. I could <laughs> grind it down to get rid of the serration. I had all these plans in my head. So next, the next day, Saturday night, we go. One. We go there before the show, and sure as shit, I I was I was dressed as a pirate and I had a kilt with like this big pocket on the side. And while we were getting ready to go, just slipped it right in the pocket, right. So then we go from there to the convention center. We get there. The show is starting. I'm set. I sat on the ground in the hallway in front of the 
uh, the room that the the show is in, right? And I'm writing my set list and everything. I'm like, okay, let me go pee before the show. So I get up. Yes. I go down this hallway and I have to make a left and then another left. I pee. I come out. I make a right. And as I'm making this right to go down the hallway, there's security at the top. Oh, and no. these people come up and they're like, hey, there's a knife in the hallway. And the security's like, maybe it's fake. And they're like, no, it looks pretty real. Come on. And now security is running down to where there's a knife in the hallway, where there's one staff member like straddling the knife, like warning people to get away from it and everything. <laughs> oh, and Lord. I check my pocket and I'm like, okay, it's my knife. <laughs> so... I get now there's security up there taking pictures of it and like zooming in. It says the Capitol Burger on it. And I'm like, well, that's gone. I that oh. I, I couldn't go up to him. Uh, that's my knife that I stole. Oh, I'm a pirate, you man. see. You could have said it was Damn. like a cosplay prop they, from not, the burger. By the joint. time they were already straddling and everything. Yeah. I can't, uh. Like they had nothing better to do. No, I'm yeah. sure. What if there was like a news story like this weekend at Awesome Con, knife found in hallway. Is it a terrorist cell? Oh, you know what? Yeah, I guess they they would think that. Maybe it's some sort of like incel mm-hmm. crazy I don't person. know. Like you should just own it. No, there's no such thing as bad publicity. Well, at first, no. uh, at first as, I'm walk- as I'm walking to get to the room, there's a security guard like next to me. And I was like, oh, that might be my knife. I was like, why did I say that? <laughs> and the guy was like, no, I think it's real. And I was like, oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah, you're right. It's not mine then. <laughs> <laughs> I only have ones made of toothpaste. <laughs> Man, awesome well, con sounds like a lot of fun. It yeah. was not. <laughs> really? <laughs> well, I mean, oh. the crowds usually at crowds at co- at like uh, conventions, because we've done uh, Kineticon, we've done uh, uh, MAGFest, mm. uh, all these, uh, there's a bunch of cons where there's a lively a- uh, after-con uh, nightlife. Yeah, like yeah. A, I remember Balticon back in the day. Yeah, well this, we at, like I said, hard. everything shuts down at like 7 or 8, so there's no one in the hallways, there's nothing really fun to do. I mean, we're yeah. it's in a town where weed and mushrooms are legal, and no one is doing them. That's sad. At the con, yeah. Could have been... Man, I could just imagine like the orgies and just like the. We did. What, did I ever tell you about the Beyblade orgy we went to? Oh my no. god! Okay, <laughs> please do tell. So one year at Magfest, uh, which is the music and gaming festival, which is held the Gaylord National Harbor in Oxen Hill, right? Right. Mm. Excellent. Excellent. It's a convention. great convention. Yep. Uh, you just do mushrooms and whatever, and there's mu- there everything is going on. Well, we were walking past the Danny DeVito shrine, we, and we were uh, we were fully on mushrooms at the time. Actually, I, I saw the Danny DeVito shrine yeah. the last time I was yeah. there. Yeah. So we were down by the Danny DeVito shrine. Uh, some friends come past us, and they're like, uh, they're like, "Hey, where are you guys going? We're going to a party in this penthouse. Do you want to go?" And we're like, "Yeah, okay." Mm-hmm. So we go to the party all the way up to the penthouse. As we we knock on the door, the guy opening the door is just wearing a bathrobe and like leopard print bikini bottoms. And I was like, uh, "What kind of party is this? <laughs> the best uh, Halo party?" <laughs> <laughs> so we go in, and it's it's kind of musky in there, and it's oh. kind of smoky. As yeah. I'm walking past, there's there's like a bondage rack that's set up and stuff. There was a there was a mm. cage with a, a gentleman in it. And we go in and Brian and I are like, "Uh, this is a weird party. And uh, that's when like we were like, I think this might be like an orgy. This is either an orgy or like an ecstasy party where people are just going to start sweating and rubbing on each other. And then out of nowhere, someone else that came with us whips out a Beyblade arena and goes, let it rip. 
and all these people pull out Beyblades <laughs> and start doing it, and it's it was like a back alley Saigon thing because Holy money starts shit. falling on the table, shit. and people are like, Aah! like, and it got so uncomfortable for the orgiest that like people started leaving and stuff. Uh, I guess if you're at an orgy, you don't want to hear someone yell, "Let it rip!" Oh, <laughs> Beyblades are pretty awesome. Yeah. Beyblades, <laughs> they are fun. Yeah. No, oh, that's. Man. I, I actually had a lot of fun at MAGFest. Uh, I, I love that that place. The last time I went, I actually, a friend of mine was, had a room, and I went up there, and there was just mysterious blood. Mm. And I was like, okay, I'm going to go avoid the mysterious blood, and somebody's shit in the elevator? Yeah. Yeah, you remember that. Yeah, I remember yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah, somebody... I know it's a good... No one's shit in the elevator at Awesome Con. I know, <laughs> so I know. It can't be that good. I actually told yeah. them during my set on Friday, I was like, by the way, uh, your con sucks. <laughs> There's no one shitting in elevators. I don't know. I mean, you really... That's really what makes a, a good convention, I yeah, think. Yeah, I think just the total mayhem. I've been in the bathrooms in, in there where uh, one of the stalls... Like the the whole stall wall is ripped out and like on the ground in the bathroom, mm-hmm. and I'm like, that's a good con. That's a good con. Mm-hmm. And I'll be yeah. honest, all those incels they just let loose. Mm-hmm. You know, there was one time I went to go pee in a bathroom, and I heard this guy a couple stalls down. He he came in with his friends and they're peeing. And the guy's like, oh, my my lip is so numb. I was like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah cocaine will do that. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. When are we ever gonna get back to that? You know, hopefully, maybe once COVID goes away COVID's not going away right. no we're up to the lambda strain or variant now oh that no. sounds oh well like lambda, right lambda 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 yeah. that'd be fun yeah if you get it three times you're one of the revenge of the nerds yeah, yeah. yeah. exactly <laughs> you got that reference good mm-hmm. yeah the lambda 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 <laughs> reference awesome uh, delta 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 can i help you help you help you <laughs> no um, you can't <laughs> so it's funny that that we were you were just talking about Revenge of the Nerds briefly because <laughs> I know that you're really into Weird Al. Yeah. yeah. Weird Al Yankovic. Oh yes, that Weird Al. Yeah. Weird um, Al Tchaikovsky. So yeah, I wanted one. to see if you could uh, if you wanted to play along with this game. Okay. It's name the Weird Al song. Okay. I'm gonna hum because I can't play it obviously any of the uh-huh. music. I'm gonna hum. Uh, a part of a Weird Al song. Are you good at humming? I mean, I'm okay, yeah. I'd okay. say he's pretty good. Oh, okay. Yeah, Are good. you the Weird Al of humming? No, oh. I'm definitely not. I wish. So let's see if you can figure out what song this is. Okay. Okay, in three, uh-huh. two, one. Uh, eat it. Yes. Yeah. Ding, ding, ding. Correct. You Hooray. are good. What about this one? Uh, How about... Oh, Gump. Yes! Yeah. Wow! Excellent job. All right, how about this one? What if I do this for the rest of the episode? Yeah, <laughs> it's just 40 <laughs> minutes of this. <laughs> Any guesses? No. Huck. What, what'd you say? What? I didn't say anything. Oh. I was going to say hum the hum the, the chorus. Okay. <laughs> you sound like one of those chickens. <laughs> Is it Weasel Stomping Day? Yes! You got it! <laughs> oh my god! This dude 
is wow. On fire. I can't wait to have your partner in crime, Eric Woodworth, on here to see if he can get those right. Make sure you do the same. He will never get Weasel Stoppy. He will never, ever get it. You hear that, Woodworth? You're garbage. Yeah. I'll find some other ones. We have in one of our murder mysteries, which is our uh, 90s themed murder mystery, uh, we, uh, Eric Courtesy and I, of Die Laughing Productions, mm-hmm. Eric and I come out as Weird Al super fans, and we end up uh, do, performing uh, Amish Paradise. But go. before that, uh, Eric and I, we go. We, they're like, "Yeah, we can name all of Weird Al songs," and we don't have them written. But it's actually a contest between Eric and I to see. We go back and forth naming Weird Al songs, and the tap out is when one of us says Yoda, and then we both just say, "Okay, Yoda, Yoda." So. Yeah, it's pretty awesome actually to watch live. Uh, I work at Magooby's Joke House, as most of you know. Now, Justin, what is Magooby's Joke House? <laughs> well, it is a comedy what is a club. Joke House? <laughs> For those of you who don't know what a Magooby's is, I don't know either. It's a, just a comedy club in Maryland where we have comedy shows, stand up comedy, um, murder mm-hmm. mysteries, jazz shows. Sometimes there are jazz shows that aren't funny. No. They're more annoying than anything else. <laughs> but. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Shots fired. Um, but yeah. Weren't you pushing that a couple weeks ago? <laughs> what, a jazz show? Probably. Yes. I don't know. <laughs> I'm shameless. <laughs> I'll promote anything for money. <laughs> but yeah, so anyway, yeah. It, it's great to watch him and Eric do it live. And then they take off their shirts, which is cool. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. When's the show? Well, I don't know what they're going to do for the Halloween one. It's uh, shirts are coming oh, off or not. The, um, is that the next one that we can go to? I believe so. October 29th, October Yo. 30th at Magooby's Joke House. And it's also the early show is Justin Schlegel is doing com- is headlining. Now, what is a Justin <laughs> Schlegel? Oh, my God. Justin Schlegel is a very popular comedian and radio yeah. uh, talent. And amongst many other things, who, if you have never seen him perform, check out his stuff online. Yeah. Definitely incredible talent. He's going to be performing a stand-up, right? Yeah, he's doing stand-up on the early show, and Joe Robinson is going to feature. Oh, that'll be fun. I haven't yeah, seen him Joe, do stand-up in forever. Yeah, he hasn't done stand-up in forever. It's been, it's been at least like 14 years. So for the murder mystery, do I get murdered? Is that- no, Justin oh, okay. dies, usually. Yes. And then Not he me, comes though, back. Justin Schlegel. Justin Schlegel yeah. okay. dies That's- and then comes back as the detective. Yes, and you but have to figure there, it out. There are audience roles that we give to the audience. Do I get to wear blood? Is it like a gore show? It could be. Uh, there is fake semen. Okay, I'm in. I mean, air quotes, fake semen. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Actually, yeah, I don't know. Is This is going to be a new production, a new story? The, mur- the Halloween one? No. We do okay. have a new Christmas one that we're doing. Nice. So wait, wait, wait. If it's not a new Halloween, that means... Jeremy Woodworth is going to be there, possibly as Pogo the Clown. We only hired him to just creep people out. Oh, okay, so in he's the not crown. in the script. He's not in the script. Mm. He's good at creeping people out. Yeah. Oh, so I'm going to get creeped out? Yeah. You should come, honestly. It's, it's really, a really it is a good, good time. time. Yeah. If, you're in, if you're in the state of Maryland uh, on October 30th, come to Magooby's Joke House and check out the Die Laughing production. I forget what it is. Is it? Isn't there a name Halloween Who Done It? Halloween Who Done It. It's going to be an all-star lineup, scary stuff. And I know. I need Halloween Who Done It. Yeah. And come like in a... costume. Everybody come dressed up. Yes, that makes it funner, more fun in her. <gasps> I know. I'll definitely be working that show. I'm checking. We do in. costume contest too in the middle of it. It's a really good time. Mm-hmm. Honestly, it's probably one of the the more fun. Uh, Trick or treating is fun, but this is like. 
right below, like if there's a top two, like we can't tricky treat tricky. <laughs> Tricky you can't trick a fucking trick or treat. You, know you can't what I'm treat tricks anymore because you're an hey. adult. Well, I pretend like I have learning problems. <laughs> that oh. I'm slow. Oh, pretend. Okay. No, but I mean like I'm a retard. <laughs> like that kind of. You know? Oh wow! Trick or treat. Can't say that. You have to say developmentally disabled. No, not even that. Developmentally delayed. Okay. You can't say disabled developmentally anymore. different. Delayed. Did you know you can't say Aspergers anymore? I didn't know that. Yeah. Why? I say, I say like, it all the time. The because the, the doctor who diagnosed it, it's named after him, uh, Dr. Asperger, and he was a Nazi doctor who would experiment on children. Dr. Whoa. Yeah. Is that why they ended up kind of strange? Yeah. I'm sure. It, yeah. That's Probably what it was. We will make a super soldier out of this man. Needs, <laughs> we've built a train suit for him. <laughs> That's oh, excellent. Nazis. We will tell them the United Forces took to applesauce. I never mm. knew that about Asperger's. Huh. Yeah. It's new. So now it's just, I, think it's I guess new you're on the spectrum. So yeah. we, I have now a spectrum disorder. What do they call it now? Uh, retarded. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we have yeah, about, it. it's just about time to wrap up the episode. Oh, no, no, I wasn't saying that. Oh, I thought you were saying to wrap it up. No, no, no. Oh, you were like doing this thing. I got confused. Sorry, no, our sound engineer. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> full circle. I thought he was yeah, telling me to wrap to it. it up, but he was saying that Nazis and retards are the <laughs> same. Can't. I get it. Okay, I think, I'm sorry. I think you just found the name of the episode. What Nazi retards? Nazis and retards are the same. Or name of a punk Nazis band. Nazis and retards. Well, I was going to call Tommy. it. I was going to call <laughs> no, no, no. it the Tommy Sabato <laughs> episode. So when people did a Google search of Tommy yeah, Sabato, when, when people do a Google search of you, it's going to come up. Retards. And I Nazis. bet more people are researching the R word than my name. Yeah, you're probably no. I'm, Actually, I'm, I'm gonna go Google retards right now. <laughs> I mean, if you really want to, I actually don't know. The timer isn't on. I don't know how much time we have left, honestly, for this show. Well, how much is recorded? Another. What do we got? 20 we got twenty minutes. Fantastic. That gives me time to ask you this question, Tommy. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Pre nine eleven. Okay. What was your favorite food to eat? <laughs> Peanut butter and mayonnaise sandwiches. And then 9-11 happened. And yeah, and they kind of ruined it for me. Well, I lost, I was in my, I was, I lost my spleen. I was in the hospital during 9-11. Fuck you, terrorist. Yeah. So I was actually flipping the, I was in a hospital bed. We only had three channels and it was either that animated show on PBS about this Chinese Siamese cat. Oh yeah. Or I was flipping and I saw that there was smoke coming out of a building and they're like, a plane has crashed into and I was like, that dumbass. What a dumb pilot. Yeah. Yeah, and then I idiot. actually saw this other plane coming in, and I was like, oh, he must be checking on what his buddy did. And then I saw it hit, and I was like, what? Oopsie. How does that happen twice? So what is it? What what happens when you don't have a spleen? Do you need that? Uh, it's like a secondary filtration system. I got to watch out for uh, pneumonia, which I got when I got COVID. <laughs> Oh shit! And then I gotta watch out for malaria, which I was very scared. We did we did a murder mystery in in uh, Djibouti, Africa. Have you ever been <laughs> to Djibouti? Just, yeah. Uh no. But there were like there were like stray cats in the airport and like uh, swarms of mosquitoes in the airport. Oh man! Yeah, it was pretty scary. Yeah, I'd be so worried to catch a disease or. Can I give you my spleen, Tony? Sure. Or, why'd I call you Tony? I get that. I get uh, that sometimes. Tony. Tony. 
Tommy. Tommy. Tony Shimbazo. Tommy <laughs> Shimbuzu. Shimbazo. Yeah. yeah, I'll just give you mine. Okay. I'm not using it right now. All so right. Well, for the longest time, I didn't get sick after I lost my spleen. Well, cool. And then you have you you know when you run and you get a, a stitch in your side? Yeah. No. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't do a lot of running. Honestly, I don't I've know. Read about running. <laughs> well, apparently that's your spleen cramping. So if I chose oh. to run, uh, I wouldn't get a stitch. Yeah, that's but that's cool. a choice thing. Yeah, that is. Uh, it's no longer survival. I'm just saying, your body, your body, your choice. That's what <laughs> exactly. I would say. That's good. It's nice that you have that that like freedom. Do mm. you feel like running and? I don't know. I'm excited about that for you. Cool, thanks. Yeah. I don't plan on running. Yeah. No, don't. I mean, it's such Yeah, don't it's do overrated. it. It's awful. No. Yeah. It's just terrible. Um, we had mentioned this before. You I don't want to like pigeonhole you, I uh-huh. guess is the saying. But you know a thing or two about shrooms. <laughs> like mushrooms. Yes. And yeah. I I honestly don't like to mess around with drugs uh-huh. other than like prescription pills and stuff that mm-hmm. I'm supposed to take. But I've always been interested in shrooms. I've heard it can really like make you have a good attitude. Like it can really Do you want well, me to preach to you about the benefits of mushrooms? Pretty much, yeah. That's okay. what I was going, going well, basi- for. Okay. So basically the reason I love shrooms, uh, these are all studies by Johns Hopkins, right? Uh, you can't OD on shrooms. It's the safest drug you can do. You can only trip harder. They can't piss mm. test for it because it's out of your system right after you're done tripping. If Johns Hopkins studies have proven if you have a depressed brain, like you're depressed, it will reset your brain to a non-depressed state. It can mm. kill addictions. It can grow new brain cells, forge new pathways in your brain. You're more creative for the next six months after taking mushrooms. What I'm saying is uh, after the show, come out to yeah. my car and buy some merch. Yeah, <laughs> so, actually, it sounds great. Yeah. I'm always just because I'm such an anxious person. I'm so nervous and anxious. I'm always afraid to like do stuff mm-hmm. because I'm afraid I'm gonna have like panic attacks. And well, go crazy. anything, any amount below a gram, up to a mm-hmm. gram, is considered a microdose. Oh, okay. And there are people that take microdoses uh, three times a week just to maintain a good um, outlook on life and everything. And then you get to what's called a testing dose which mm. is between two to five grams. And then anything over five grams is considered a heroic dose. <laughs> heroic. Then, like, called yeah, heroic. that. Yeah, because you're a hero. You go to like a different, I guess like the experience is so powerful. Plane. It really yeah. is like. Well, I mean, and, and I've had bad trips before, but they're so few. And I fi- now I find myself chasing the bad trip. I want to I wanna get so fucked up that uh, I'm scared for what's going to happen. But it's I, never, well, I can't probably, get there again. You probably would learn something from that experience, too. Like mm-hmm. Maybe learn something about yourself. I've, well, that's, I've, it's definitely, like, if you have shit going on in your head that's unprocessed, yeah. stuff that you're not dealing with, shrooms are, are like this fa- magic fantasy uh, theme park, but you have to walk barefoot across Legos to get to it you have to deal with your shit before you can have fun that's what i've heard yeah, yeah. but it's great it's supposed to be such a great like mind i don't say mind altering but i guess it is mind altering you can, it some, can totally alter your outlook on stuff yeah it's really helpful for a lot of people and i i so badly want to take the step mm-hmm. and do it but i'm just such a fucking pussy like uh, like I have never smoked weed. Uh huh. Like I'm in my forties. I've never smoked weed because I've been so nervous about it. You could always overcompensate, Justin. What is that? What do you mean by that? Just do a bunch right now. Yeah, <laughs> I got some DMT in the trunk of my car. You That's something I would. I seriously want to try DMT. If you want a but real there's podcast, no way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there's yeah. no way I'd be able to handle DMT. I, I feel like that would be just too much. 
I've only done, I've never blasted off on DMT. You've done like one hit or two hits? One or two hits, because I'll make it into like an e-liquid that I can vape. Oh, okay. And then, uh, but I, I'll do mushrooms, and then as I'm peaking, I'll take a hit of that. Well, I did that oh. once, and it was like throwing gasoline on a bonfire. It was so fucking crazy. Yeah, because like I I'd already, I just started seeing like this overlay pattern. That's where Paisley comes from, is tripping. Did you know that? No. It's kind of like the shapes you see over top of other stuff. Oh, see, I would never wear that. <laughs> but there was one time, fiance was out of town. I drank a big old mushroom tea. I was watching TV and I started seeing a Paisley overlay and I'm like, okay, it's about to come on. And then as I started to like feel that I was at, I, I was hitting the peak of the trip, I did a big old hit of DMT and then though that pattern overlay just fell onto every surface in the house. That's and incredible. then it was like these rainbow colors shooting down surfaces, like banisters and stuff. And every surface would terminate in a 1930s clown head. Right. And well, I was like, oh, horrifying. Yeah, well, yeah. So I'm on the couch and I'm like, oh, God, no. And then as I'm closing my eyes on the inside of my eyelids, remember in Who Framed Roger Rabbit when they go to Toontown at the end and yes. it's like, smile, darn you, smile. Yeah. Actually, yes. Right. Yeah. yeah. So as I'm closing my eyes, I saw like a happy tree like dancing. And uh, uh and I, I was like, okay, I'm about to pass out. So I told Alexa, I want there's this band called the Orb. You ever hear the orb? They do like electronica and stuff. It's good for like when you're tripping. Cool. And I was like, Alexa, play the orb. <laughs> and as I'm drifting off, I hear now playing Roy Orbison. And I'm like, oh! <laughs> so I had oh to, for the next 15 oh minutes God. I tripped to have you happen to see <laughs> oh my god wow now have you ever seen well you, you don't do DMT that much but I was gonna ask about like elves or any like I've never gotten to that point I have yeah. had uh, we used when I used to LARP I LARPed live action role play yes. yeah. uh, for, for those like, that don't know for the <laughs> for, for the, the Singapore what is, retard what yeah. is LARP yeah <laughs> for the retards out there. Okay. It's live action role play. No, I, I yeah. unfortunately okay. I know. Yeah, the, uh, yeah. So you did that. I did it for eleven years. Now, what what would you what would you lark? We were our group was a Roman group, and then so, so we it was like all, a toga party. Uh, basically, oh, we would yeah. have toga parties on New Year's Eve. Oh, and that's stuff. excellent. And then uh, we when we moved from that group, we then became like uh, we just we just larped. It <laughs> didn't matter what our backstory was, but we had. Uh, we would go, they have these campouts on weekends, and that's where it's more like playing Dungeons and Dragons, where you have whatever class you are, you have certain abilities, you're, uh, and there's quests and things you have to do. Nick's been trying to convince me to do this. By the way, I feel I feel kind of weird because I didn't even mention it. So everyone, Nick is here in the studio also. <laughs> Nick the producer. Uh, Nick, Woo! our super producer, is here today. He's a, he's actually a huge fan of yours, Tommy. Oh. And he just wanted to come in and... and be with you. Yeah, he I wanted guess. to be close to you on the couch. Close to you, not but freak you out or anything. We would go do these campouts, and we would fight all day. And then right after, when the campout was over, we would take a whore bath, just like a Ooh. baby wipe. Now, what is a whore bath? Yeah. We would wipe ourselves down with baby wipes, put on our best armor, and then eat a handful of mushrooms and just walk out into the woods at night. And Holy these campouts shit. always seemed to coincide with full moons. So you didn't really, it, it wasn't that dark. It, you could like hunt for glow worms and stuff. Uh, but there was definitely a time where we tripped, my buddy Jose and I tripped and just walked off into the woods and we saw the sexiest fucking tree that you would ever, <laughs> it looked like a dryad, like the moonlight was hitting it. It had like this goddess type pose and everything. Wow. Yeah. 
And then we went to go touch it, and it turned back into leaves. And I was like, oh, we should have had consent. Oh, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What a crazy, crazy experience that must have been. But we did see a shadow person. So we're on these shrooms. We're right. walking through the woods. Off in the distance, we can see a torchlight, right? And it's illuminating something that to us looks like a shire, like, mm-hmm. like a hobbit house. And we're like, yo, let's go check that out. So we trudge through sticker bushes and everything to oh, get to God. this thing. Turns out it's just a tent that some camp puts all their equipment in in front of their <laughs> thing. Oh. And then uh, while we're sitting there looking at this tent, I a tree grew behind Jose. Jose takes a step back and this tree was like, and grew there. And uh, he was like, what the fuck? And I was like, yo, let's get this fucking tree. So we start beating up this tree and we're bending its limbs and snapping it and stuff. And then we're we're making our way back out to the trail and we see a group of our friends and uh, we look out over into the woods and it looked like there was like like Civil War ghosts moving through these woods and stuff like in like Civil War attire oh. and stuff. And then uh, as we're looking, there is a solid shadow per like it's kind of dark, but you could it was the figure of a person that was pitch black standing in front of us. So we couldn't see beyond it. And Jose and I like got real close to it, trying to check it out and look at it. And then it spoke and it said, please don't beat the shit out of me. <laughs> it turned out it was our friend Dan who was just in the dark. <laughs> but he had just saw oh us beat God. up a tree. It was like holding still so we didn't snap on him. Oh, those were the good old days. Yeah. So do Pre-COVID. You, do you ever like trip the same thing as your friends? Usually, most times you do trip the same things. It's like this consciousness bubble that's sort of like, and things you experience, they tend to experience. Really? There was one time we were doing a camp out in Ohio, a week-long camp out, and Jose and I, uh, we tripped. Then we went to this bonfire. So we're tripping, and we're in this bonfire, and it was almost like this Highlander-type like sense where we looked at, I looked across the bonfire as, as this other guy looked across the bonfire and I mouthed to him, are you tripping? And he was like, yes, are you tripping? And we're like, yeah. <laughs> and then he and his buddies met up with Jose and I, and then flunk, then our bubble just became this one reality bubble and just walked all around together. It's, it's, it's it sounds total, amazing. Justin, it, yeah. I feel like we could bond. With I, this. I really am we like, could use this I'm as a so tool. close but I'm so I'm just so paranoid that I'm going to damage my brain more and like it, it only fuck fixes up my life. brains. It fixes. I know, that's the thing. I know this. Yeah, but I'm so scared. See, and like, I'm afraid of of being trapped, of being high. Like I I don't like that. Well, we've had I've had uh, comics come out before they would come LARPing with uh, on the weekend, right? And I as it was comics the, do. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> But it was, a, it was a couple, it was a husband and wife, and gave them shrooms for the first time. And as we're about to go and walk around and everything, I look over, and they're both, like, huddled next to each other, like, whispering, like, <laughs> and I was like, no, 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 get out of that. If you get caught in your own head, you, the best thing to do is to talk. Like, just talk to people, and really? you'll, you'll, you get out of that. They, I've mm-hmm. had cyclical thinking where I ask a question of myself, which is answered by the same question, and which is answered by the same question, and then it, like, you get trapped in your own head. I have, I've heard about that happening, actually. And the best yeah. way to get out of that is just talk. And music is better. Everything is just better. Mm. Yeah, I've heard that, I guess, light, it, the way light looks, mm-hmm. it's much brighter and beautiful. Colors pop more. Yeah. They actually say there's a theory that... <clears throat> so what, back when we were primates or whatever, 
Uh, the thing that helped us make that evolutionary step was uh, eating mushrooms. Wow. They would forage mushrooms, eat mushrooms. You would trip. Your senses were heightened. They became better predators. Uh, they were then able to eat more meat. More meat means more protein. More protein means larger brains. And uh, yeah. there's also things saying that um, the mountain that Moses went to uh, to go talk to God and come down with Mount, the... I think it was Mount Sinai or something. Sinai? Yeah. Not like yeah. Sinai. Yeah, I think so. yeah. But towards the peak of that mountain, there's a strain of uh, hallucinogenic mushrooms called stargazers. There of course go. there is. Yeah. And of course he went, he fucking tripped his balls off and came back down with a set of rules, which are basically don't be a dick. Yeah, pretty It's basically much. what the Ten Commandments are. That's the whole, like, what, Oh, wow, flaming... that saves so much time. Yeah. Yeah. It's, <laughs> That's why I saw, like, a talking flaming yeah, bush Yeah, I saw or a whatever. flaming bush. Yeah, it's like, uh, yes, okay, <laughs> this is normal. I'm so hungry, better eat more of these mushrooms. Yes. It's crazy that you mentioned that it, it plays into evolution because they, they said that on that new Netflix special I was talking to you about mm -hmm. before the show is they they said that basically these mushrooms are kind of what made us evolve. Yeah, so, that's what he just said. Yeah, I know. And I was so saying, like, just, I saw just, it on TV, so repeated, I know it's true. You just repeated exactly <laughs> yeah. what Tommy said. Netflix said so. so. Yeah, Netflix told me. So he, All right, but so did Tommy. He just pretty much said I just that. confirmed it. Okay, yeah. good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what you're saying is basically shrooms helped us evolve from ape to whatever from we are ape now. From ape to be just beyond ape. Yeah, that's pretty, pretty much, much what I am. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Pretty much. <laughs> so I mean, you just need that. You're a Cro-Magnon state. Hey, uh, Nick, the producer. Oh, hey. Uh, you're very big into evolution. Like you were telling me that dolphins and stuff came from ant dog animals. Uh -huh. uh, do you think this is true? Uh, yeah. No, I like the movie. Yeah, the good. mushrooms. The yeah, movie you taught us everything. Uh, yeah. It's a documentary. <laughs> it's a documentary. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's good. I'll have to check that out on, on Netflix. I think everyone yeah. should at least trip once. At least mushrooms. I agree. Now, yeah. they say that everybody should do acid at least once, and I've done acid twice, and you don't come back as the same person. No, I did acid, acid at a very young age, actually, yeah. and it fucked me up. Oh, is that what happened? Yeah. I, I, was in like, <laughs> I was in like ninth grade, and I'd never done any other drugs, and I did like, I think it was like a triple. Jesus. I didn't know. I was yeah. 15, 14. Who gave it to you? Whose uncle the gave local, it to? The local drug dealer oh, okay. I bought it from. <laughs> Everyone, it was when the Grateful Dead were in town, and okay. he had scored a bunch of acid. So See, all, we my, all... my stepbrother, I think he does that to high school kids, too. Mm. Yeah. So, yeah. Mm. That shit fucked me. I mean, it was cool. It was kind of a cool experience, but... The worst part about acid is, like, when you're done, it's not. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. That's but, what I'm afraid of. I, I told you. But they apparently, I read an article that there's a, a researcher that was trying to find how acid affects the brain. Uh, ended up finding a pill or creating a pill that shuts off the trip. You oh. take this pill, and 20 minutes to a half hour later, you're not tripping anymore. And that it would be a game changer for me if I could take acid and then like six hours later be like, all right, I'm done. Pop my pill. pill. Yeah, because it does last a Gotta while. Got to go to youth group. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> at, the, at the mosque. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, man. That's, I don't know. I got to I gotta reevaluate my life now and just. <laughs> well, you know what? I don't regrets. know if we uh, have the liability insurance to do it here or together, but we should. Yeah. Okay. yeah I Jimmy, think I'm sold. Jimmy comes back in. There's just dead bodies yeah. all around. <laughs> what did you do? Yeah. The next I could episode. Talk to, <laughs> I guess I could talk to management about that and see if. 
Yeah, it is talk, covered with insurance. Talk and, to management. See what they think. I feel like I would need to be insured. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, it's like I said, it's decriminalized, like in D.C. and Portland. Uh, it's, yeah. It's starting to be decriminalized in all the cool states. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it, that definitely shows that there is sort of. I wouldn't want to go to D.C. to do it. No. Fuck no. No. You got no, like F no. Street. Yeah. <laughs> 12th Street. Some bad shit going on down there. So it looks like, I'm just looking at the time, we are, we're just about done. Pretty much, right? We're a little bit of about one minute left. Actually, I did, if we I only have a minute left, can I ask him about that, that bag? I'm so glad you brought that up. So Tommy, something I've learned about you <laughs> is uh-huh. that you are into leather. I'm not, I just do all sorts of stuff. I do metalworking, leatherworking, woodworking. Uh, I built a guitar. It? I don't play guitar. Do you want to hold that up so the camera can see what you made? Oh, this. Is, that, is that on camera now? It's, it, yeah, it looks like it. There it is. Oh. He's got to talk. There, check. There it is. There is my bag. Tommy Sambazo made that bag. Yeah, it took like three months. I had to do it by hand because during the pandemic, I didn't have access to a laser cutter. So I had to cut everything by hand and stitch it by hand. Hmm. And then the inside is uh, purple suede. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's nice. It replaced my... I made another bag that this replaced. I've got a little bit of bag envy. I'm not going to lie. Uh, oh, man, that's a good bag. I like it. Do you sell any of your stuff on Etsy or no. anything? Because if I start doing that, then I'm going to start hating it. It's, it I, that I makes sense. You're not doing it for money. You're doing it because it's a love. Yeah, well, not a love, just something... I, I have... So, the more... TikTok has taught me a lot about my ADD. <laughs> and mm-hmm. I, it's something okay. that certain neurodivergence do is we pick up new hobbies and we get way into it and then we once we stop getting dopamine from doing it we drop it and do some other hobby and i've just i just keep uh, especially during the pandemic a matter of fact i found a stop sign in my neighborhood the beginning (laughs) of the pandemic well found means i left the house with a crescent wrench and came (laughs) but i cut it up and made uh made uh armor for my motorcycle vest and uh made a metal grill for my motorcycle helmet yeah yeah Oh yeah. yeah. Are there photos available of that? Uh, I can put them up, but like I I used the stop part to make this grill that I had to get a jeweler's uh, saw to like cut out. Uh, Yeah. I got so into doing everything. And like we live in a one bedroom apartment. So it's like, I'm sure your your partner in crime there, your. Yeah, Louis, like, we live like hoarders. (laughs) No, I made all this stuff. She's trying to sleep and you're like drilling and fucking. (laughs) It's crazy. There has been times three where, in the morning where I have to I had to take over the kitchen so I could do some electroplating in the kitchen, and she's like, "Should you be wearing a mask?" And I was like, "How about it?" Oh my god! Actually, I tried to lift up it, before we started the show. I tried to pick it up, and it's it's got some weight to it. So yeah. it's got to be at least twenty pounds. Heavier. Yeah, it's heavier than it looks. I originally wanted to make it so that it would have a loop, so I could use it as a shield. So is that, in, what kind of animal? Or, or? Uh, this is leather, but it's been embossed with a alligator skin. So it oh. just looks like alligator, but it's leather. Okay. And then the whole thing is like 10 ounce leather. So it's real thick. You can beat it up. The only parts where it's failing is the, the, uh, the nylon that the zipper, that it of connects to the zipper, the is starting to rip. Zipper. And I'm like, God, I gotta have to fucking... I'm totally. I'm mentally preparing myself for having to take it apart to replace the zipper. Oh no! <laughs> Incredible. Just a. Just here's the thing about Tommy Simbazo. He's a jack of all trade. He's a yeah. man's man. He can do it all. Actually, I shouldn't say man's man. I saved that for Nick. 
Yes. Oh, okay. yes. Nick is a man's man. Nick Tommy is, man's is like a demigod. <laughs> he, he can do so much. He can I, make you laugh. He can make you cry. He's a storyteller. He's a designer. He's an inventor. He's a creator. He is everything you would want in a human being and an I'm extraterrestrial. Just a, I'm just good for a zombie apocalypse. Yeah, I, honestly. I'm, I'm on a lot of people's teams. No, you're definitely welcome to my bunker. He's a scavenger. He's a forger. He's a fighter. He's a lover. He's everything you would want. So with that being said, thank you for listening to this episode of Daddy Home. And Yes, thank you. Oh, gosh. Are you going to bleep out all the R words? No. Damn it. No, we're keeping I'm going to get Shane Gillis. I'm the one that said it, not you. You were the one. If everyone's listening to this, when you're listening to this, Tommy... Mm -hmm. Did not want me to say the R words. No. He is opposed to the R words. By the way, I am neurodivergent, so I can say it, right? Yes. Is that how it works? He, I was the one that said it. I, I just all mentally I, yeah, here. Yeah. I, I Justin Jones said the R word, not mm-hmm. Tommy Sambazo. Mm-hmm. It was me. I brought he it was up. Doing, he, Justin does a great impression of me, by the way. But he only uses it to say the R word. Yes. <laughs> so please do not hold this, hold that against him. <laughs> And also, what we like to say when we end our shows, um, what, before that, I just want to say, follow us on Twitter, Daddy Home Pod CA1. Tommy, is there anything you want to plug? Uh, when's this come out? In a few days. Oh, okay. Uh, you can catch me if you're in PA, Hanover PA. I'll be at Church of Satire on Friday and Saturday. I'll be at Periodic Table in Columbia on Wednesday. Uh, and then if you're in Utah in November, I'll be November 4th at the Music Metro Music Hall. Uh, yeah. Oh, and listen to Go to laughfinderpod.com and look up Laugh Finder Pod on all your streaming things and come listen to us tell uh, Dungeons and Dick jokes. Wow. Yeah, well, yeah it was really, really great guest this time. Yeah, I love him. I really loved having you on. Thanks. Speaking of dicks, go fucking iceberg. iceberg. Keep, your, keep your dick keep cool. Keep your dick cool. Cool it. All right, that's it. We're fucking done. <laughs>